Welcome to episode number 21 of the Power 5 Podcast. My name is Kevin Williams. This week, we continue our hot take series with volume two. Brant, Christian, and Colin are back in the Power 5 studios with me. Gentlemen, how are we doing? What's up, Podfather? We were talking in the pregame here that I'm as excited about this hot takes list, probably more so than I was hot takes volume one. I'm excited because we have a studio now, and that's cool. Well, Kevin, I'm <laughs> I'm nervous because we are literally recording this pod, and I have three hot takes. Hey, so you I got to come up with my last two right here. Yeah, you got like five minutes to get two more. That's okay, though. <laughs> I'm feeling good about it, though. Colin, I agree. I'm excited about the hot takes that I've got tonight, or at least four out of the five. One of them may be considered lame. I don't know. You may consider all five of mine lame, but I'm pretty excited about them. Nonetheless, before we get into our reviews tonight, you know, if if you were to go back and listen to Hot Takes Volume 1, we probably had more dialogue in regards to what we were ranking that night than any other episode. So I want to definitely leave some time for that. But I want to read off the the previous Hot Takes hot takes that you had for Volume 1 and and see if any of these things have have changed christian i'm going to give you yours first man and, and just get some feedback and see if yes, you sir. on any of this okay so okay. christian in hot takes volume one you had uh, your fifth pick sushi is awful fourth you had beetles were just okay the beetles were just okay number three you said that harry potter is overrated number two you said that the bachelor is garbage talking about the bachelor the show and number one, you said that Starbucks coffee is also overrated. Kevin, uh, I you would be proud of me because all five of those things remain true. I haven't had sushi since that podcast. I haven't had a cup of Starbucks coffee. I haven't watched Harry Potter. I haven't listened to the Beatles. I mean, all of that stuff is, is out of my life. It's, it's been purged. It'll never happen again. So it reigns true. Hot takes remain hot. Hey, so that was 10 weeks ago. So that's pretty oh, impressive that yeah, yeah. Starbucks coffee in 10 weeks. Absolutely, man. Man, some people would say it's crazy that you hadn't watched Harry Potter in 10 weeks. Exactly. Colin would say it's never crazy will. that you haven't watched a rerun of The Bachelor in 10 weeks. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> He's watching it right now on his phone. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Give me a rose, Colin. <laughs> All right, Brent. So reviewing your picks from last time, your fifth pick, you said Chick-fil-A strips are better than the nugs. Facts. Uh, number four, you had, with the exception of Batman, all superhero movies are terrible. Spot the lie. Uh, your third pick, every individual should pay a flat tax with no tax credits. Stand by. All right. Your second pick was that Kurt Schilling does not belong in the Hall of Fame, but belong in the Hall of Very Good. He is very good. Pisses me off still. And, <laughs> and arguably and arguably the most controversial pick of all of Hot Takes Volume 1, Brant, your number one pick was that George Jones is the most overrated country music singer of all time in the Legends category. Correct. I'm just I stand passive. by it all. I stand by it all. You know, I do encourage our listeners to go back and listen. This was episode 11. Go back, listen to Brant and Colin argue about Brant's number one pick. Brant kind of contradicts himself, but just holds the hard line a little bit and basically just continues to to fluster Colin. It's pretty hilarious. So, I so why don't that. you unpack that? Because now, how do I contradict myself? 
Well, at first like you just said he. Yeah, at first you just said he was just overrated, and then you were like in the, of the legend legend. category, and then you're like, <laughs> then you get on, then you get on. Is he even the best, George Colin? Colin, is he even the best, George? <laughs> then Colin doesn't spot even- the contradiction though. I said I he he is not he is he is a fraud in the legends category. Listen, a I fraud. Agree with you. Yes. <laughs> it's the word oh. overrated, which Brant, you actually used appropriately. I yes. think we tossed that word around like it's nothing. What you meant by that was if there was a rating, because he is a legend and his rating is X, yeah, that's probably too high. Absolutely. I right. mean, so you stand by that. Up, this guy's showing up to a recording and doesn't even have his five picks made, but yet he's gonna call George Jones a fraud. <laughs> Uh, well, hey, I'm going to tell you this. That <laughs> one was planned. I had that one three weeks before we decided Hot Takes was even going to come on board. I'm pretty sure Brant's had that one since high school. Yeah. <laughs> He's terrible. Please. My weekend. <laughs> All right, so reviewing my picks, I had number five, pies better than cake. Number four, Chick-fil-A biscuits are trash. Man, there's no truer statement than that. Number three, March Madness is better without filling out a bracket. Man, this is crazy. This We, we did Hot Takes Volume 1 back during March Madness. Shout out to the Zags, national champions. Uh, Number two, Dunkin' Donuts is better than Krispy Kreme. I've not had a single Krispy Kreme donut since then. I have had Dunkin' Donuts a couple times. Kevin, the Zags lost to Baylor, by the way. Oh, my bad. Shout out to Baylor. (laughs) (laughs) Even better, man. Even better. I didn't watch the game. Exactly. They're overrated. My bad. bad. Sorry about that. Uh, What's the coach's name? Mark Few. Yeah, he's got a, his his titles are few and far between. P's and P's to the Zags out there. Sorry, I think we got a few listeners out in Washington State. They may have just you know checked the facts, unsubscribed. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and then number one was Star Wars is overrated. So those were my five. And then Colleen, your fifth pick was that ribs are overrated. Number four, you said that the designated hitter sucks. Number three, less toppings slash sauce equals better dining or eating experience. Your second pick was that cats get a bad rap in society. And your number one pick was that there is a place for new country music. Stand by all this. And that place is uh that place yeah. is on in Collins truck. That place is at the heap of country music. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's no way Bottom Christian can convince me he's not blasted mm. some Sam Hunt. Oh, absolutely. But but I will tell you, Sam Hunt is further down my list than your Morgan Wallens, your Florida Georgia Line, your Thomas Rhett, your I, you know Chase Rice. I don't know whoever these guys are nowadays. I mean, I listen to all of them. I mean, I got a blue Tacoma in the parking lot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, it's June 9th, Wednesday, June 9th, when we're recording. Are you currently watching or recording the CMT Music Video Awards, Colleen? Had no idea that was even a thing. Hey, hey Ashley Shamati, guest yeah. guest uh, on the pod, is actually yeah. doing yeah. red carpet interviews tonight. Nice. Yeah, how about Shout that? out Shout to, out to Ash. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Hey, well, speaking of of June the 9th, so I, I came across a Twitter handle called Retro News Now, and I took a look into some things that have happened on June the 9th in history. And so I wanted to get some instant hot takes, if you had any, in, in regards to some things that have happened in the past on June the 9th. First of all, shout out to Michael J. Fox. He's 60 years old today. Happy birthday. How about that? We need to invite him on the pod. Christian, can I? The can Fox. I Absolutely. I'll go back to the future and hit him up. Here we go. 
Hey, how about this, Kevin? Um, sorry. Speaking of Michael J. Fox, we watched Homeward Bound last night, and he's oh. the voice of Chance. Chance, yeah. the best what a great, one. Yeah, what a that, great movie. Man, what a great I haven't movie. seen Homeward Bound since, I guess, when Rollins we loved watched it. it. She yeah. loved it. It is a great movie. Great it's movie. a classic. Speaking of some childhood characters in Disney, on June 9th, Colin, 1934, Donald Duck mm-hmm. made his debut in the cartoon The Wise Little Hen. How about that? Not really, cartoon, on that? <laughs> Not really a cartoon guy, but <clears throat> yeah. like Donald Duck. 1934, quack, quack. man. Yeah. My daughter hates Donald Duck. Anytime he comes on the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, she cries. Dude, I love Donald, man. Gets I'm a Donald off. guy. He's, he's a classic. Man, he's got a temper. Love it. <clears throat> he does. Hey, on June 9th, 1984, Cindy Lauper reached number one on the Billboard Hot 100 with Time After Time. Great song. That's a great song. It it's is. classic. When it's, it's almost used, as good when as it's girls. Used just right fun. in movies, when it's used well in movies, it's mm. hard to beat. Oh, yeah. It's typically like a love scene where they're reconnecting, getting back together. Like Napoleon Dynamite or something. Yes. Was it Stone Cold that, like, leg dropped her or something one time in the ring? Somebody... Cindy Lauper got into the ring and got destroyed by somebody one time. Do y'all remember? <laughs> I've heard it the song time after time. I've never heard the name Cindy Lauper. I have to say that I, I know the song "Girls Just Want to Have Fun" by Cindy yes, Lauper, yes. but I didn't realize that time after time was her. And those were both on the same album. She's so unusual. So yes, got to go get that album now. All right, here we go. June 9th, nineteen eighty nine. Star Trek Five: The Final Frontier premiered in theaters. This was thirty two years ago today. Spock. Who cares? <laughs> you said Star Trek. Star Trek. Yeah. Star like Trek it. number five. Shout out to my cousin Mike. He would he would love that fact. Never been into that. Hey, how about this? Had no idea. On June 9th, nineteen eighty, Richard Pryor set his body on fire by pouring a bottle of cognac. And setting himself on fire, he suffered third-degree burns over half of his upper body. Did that wow. kill him? No. <laughs> it did not. <laughs> what? I mean, what in the world is wrong with people? He's a comedian, so. I love it. His man. stuff is so good, too. Yeah. Never heard of him. <clears throat> Never heard of Richard Pryor? <laughs> That's your number one hot take. Dude, how about the movie? <laughs> Colin, you need to go watch the movie The Toy. You need to listen to a Disney classic. No, no, it's a comedy classic. Jackie Gleason, man, is great. Have you heard of Eddie Murphy Raw? Oh, absolutely. Shirley Collins. I was asking Colin. Eddie Murray? Yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. His favorite all time Cleveland Indian. That's right. Oriole, wherever you want to go. Either way. All right, here we go. Rolling Stones released their 16th studio album, Some Girls, back in 1978 today. Rolling Stones, overrated rock group. Whoa, give me a Mick Jagger impression, Kevin. Man, I can't even give one. I don't get no satisfaction. I don't don't think, wasn't that, was that not somebody's hot take? Or we've heard that recently that I think they are kind of overrated. Beatles. That was the Beatles. Beatles. There's a lot of bands that could go on that list. I mean, props to them. Coldplay, George Jones. (laughs) Coldplay, that's brutal. Here we go. Speaking of Star Wars, actually not Star Wars, but I had a hot take from Volume 1. June 9th, 1980, Yoda made the cover of People. Colin, do you know what Yoda looks like, who Yoda is? I know it's one of those weird characters, but I don't really know what it looks like. Oh, my gosh, man. (laughs) 
It's terrible. Yeah, more like Job of the Hut. Am I right? Terrible. Please, please give him a baseball reference so he can participate in the conversation. <laughs> Colin's, Colin's going to get. I don't know. He's going to get some hate mail. All right, here we go. 1979 on June the 9th. Love You Inside Out by the BGs reaches number one on the Hot 100. Never heard that song. I mean, it makes like sense to be using a lot of these from the 70s. <laughs> we were all born in the 70s. Dude, hey, Colin, speaking of baseball and something that you'll like, here we go. The Bad News Bears Go to Japan premiered <laughs> in 1978 today, June 9th, 1978. What you got, what you got to say about that? Never seen it. Are you saying that they made a movie that Bad News Bears like went and played in Japan, or it premiered in Japan? No, the name of the movie, the Bad News Bears Go. It was the sequel, Brent. That's horrible. Oh man, Walter Matthau. Walter Matthau was Billy Uh, Bob Thornton in that one as a player. (laughs) Probably on June 9th, nineteen seventy-three, Secretariat becomes the first horse since Citation to win. The Triple Crown. All right, that 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 I'm familiar with. Yeah, Colin's a thoroughbred. Now you're speaking his language. In 1978, Disney released The Jungle Book into U.S. theaters. That's an all-time classic. Yeah, it is a classic. Yeah, yeah, love that man. A little ba- Baloo, the bear. Oh, bear Baloo, yeah, Mowgli. classic. Come on, yeah. Mowgli, shut up. All right, we're almost done here. Cars, another Disney movie, Pixar, released in 2006, 15 years ago. You got uh, Mater. What's that guy's name? Um, Larry the Cable Guy. Larry the Cable Guy, yeah. yeah. Hey, he's, in, he's in the upstate right now playing in the BMW. Oh, that's right. How about that? Any other celebrities in there? Also, um, Canoe. Celebrity is a strong word. <laughs> What's the boxer's name that's that's like the best? Is it Cano oh. or Cano or Cano or something? Yeah. Can, Canella? Maybe. I don't know. But he's in, he's in Greenville. I saw that. Last one, 1990, June 9th. Hold On by Wilson Phillips reaches number one on the Billboard Hot 100. Oh, that's a good song. Can somebody sing Hold a on for one more day. Hold Never on heard it. One more day. Go watch Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. <laughs> Not yeah, ringing any bells. One day somebody's gonna turn around and make you cry. Come on, guys, don't make us sing the whole song. Here's the bridge. Didn't go your way. one more day. There it is. I love that. Listen, if an episode goes by and we don't sing and we don't mention Kevin Costner or Macaulay Culkin, delete it. Or the rabbi. Or the rabbi. Or the rabbi. Colin, just a reminder to speak louder. The rabbi said he couldn't hear you last episode. Yeah, I'm going to do my best. Big shout out to rabbi. Hey, y'all ready to rank these things? Let's do it. All right. Shout out to the rabbi. Hey, just, uh, just to change it up a little bit. I'm going to lead off tonight. Christian, you haven't, you haven't finished this up this year. So I'm going to let you, uh, go in the fourth slot tonight. Dope, man. Are you going to give us the numbers too? Yeah, yeah, I will. Here we go. So uh-huh. I'm, I'm number one, Brant second. Brant, are you good? You got five? I, I, I'm working on it. I got four. I'm, I'll have five. Okay. <clears> okay. Five. All right. <laughs> Colin in the three hole and, and fourth hitting clean up. Here we go. Hey. Hey, but let me – can I make a request, Kevin? All right. What you got? Don't try to emulate uh, Christian. Do your <laughs> own number thing. Like, I want something new. Yeah. Spicy. Anything Number goes. five. Anything goes, but I'm just saying, just don't. Should I do I'm it? just I'm just stalling because I need more. 
<laughs> Kevin, give us your best uh, Bob Uecker. Uh, number one. <laughs> Maybe Disney themed characters. Oh my gosh. Maybe do a Star Wars theme, day. like a Yoda, like number five. <laughs> Yoda would say something like number five, you are. Oh, right. Five number you are, Collins. Yeah, in honor of Star Wars. Yeah. There we go. Number five for me. Okay. This is the only one that I'm not super excited about, but. Let me just preface this by saying that watermelon is my favorite fruit. Honestly, I could probably like have a watermelon every single day in the summertime. We're constantly buying them and cutting those bad boys up. But here we go. The hot take is this. Number five, watermelon is better with salt. Never had it that way. I don't hate it. Not really a fan. Not really a fan. Like, I like it without salt, but it's better with salt. Better with salt. I think that's a southern southern thing a little bit i don't know if that's all across the country or what but number five wow, take, watermelon like is better with salt like not that. necessarily a super hot take that's the one i'm not crazy about tonight how do you do that like you just you buy it already cut or you cut it and then you salt it yeah so i just whether just i'm douse it, it. The, whether i'm eating it on the rind or like chopping it up and yeah putting it in a bowl or whatever yeah just sprinkle it with some salt i prefer the kosher salt you know like the the big flakes oh wow that's new i'm here for it give it a shot all right brent all right my first hot take is also a food hot take and it is that yellow starbursts are the best in the bag and pink starbursts are the worst in the bag shut up Uh, that you're just making that up. Right? I I reach for the yellows first. And I mean, like orange and red are up there, but pink is the worst. Yellow is the best. Brant, I love hearing you say that. The lemon are my favorite as well. I'm not going to say that the pink are the worst. I think the orange are the worst, but Agreed. yellow, yellow, number one, man. I love it. Yellow is my number two, but it's right behind pink. So that's crazy mm. to me. It's, it's, it's yellow. And definitely red. I like I like it red. Orange, Man, orange and pink. I haven't had Starburst in years, I feel like. So offended right now. If you want to get really fat, <clears throat> I used to do this. You just go grab like a 20-ounce Sprite and a pack of Starburst. <laughs> just have a good Down night. Town. Oh, yeah. Hey, I used to go uh, Sprite and Spree. That's a good combo. Ooh, or Sprite and Skittles. Pretty much Sprite and anything fruity. Yeah. If they still make Spree. I don't know. I like they it. should. All right, Colleen, number five. Number five for me, also a food one, real quick. Didn't really have any criteria here. Just kind of went different than my last ones, obviously. Got a food one. I guess you could call it a food one here. Um, I'm not sure how much of – I call it a hot take, but I might not be in the minority on this. More ice is better. Like I hate going to a drive-thru and they put three little cubes of ice in there because they want you to get – more drink agreed more ice more ice i'm with you there i know dilworth used to order like no ice and i'm like what hate it hate it i can't do it the problem the problem with little ice is it becomes absolutely no ice before you finish with the with the drink right i feel like that's a little bit of a hot take because of the more ice comment like i like a normal amount of ice i don't want it to where I got a big, huge, large cup, but it's probably a third drink. On soda, though, Colin, definitely agree, man. 
I definitely want my soda iced. Tea, just the normal amounts. I'm 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 cool with that. Ice, right. I don't want I mean, excuse me, water, I don't want any ice. Wow. Don't believe the hype. Ice water. <laughs> ice. <laughs> ice cold. Ice. Well, guys, coming at number five, I'm gonna keep it in the food category since you guys did. I doing a little bit of rearranging here, but I'm going to go out and say it. I don't know how hot it is, but I don't get avocados. I don't like guacamole. I don't like avocado toast. Trust me, I've tried it all, and I don't get it. It's like smeared boogers. It's not for me. It doesn't taste good with chips. I mean, like, I just, I get queso. I get salsa. I get butter on toast. I don't get it. I understand it's good for you. But I'm sorry, I just don't get avocados. Number five. Interesting. The guacamole is fantastic. Totally with you. Thank you, Colin. I, I, I need to agree on something. I had chipotle guacamole yesterday, and my gosh, man, it is just delicious. Yeah, mm. that's a hot take, Chris. I agree. Change my mind. Toast thing. Like when <laughs> I want, like when I want a piece of toast, I don't want to avocados smashed on it i think that's a terrible trend but avocados and salads and and guac phenomenal i will tell you the only time and i've stomached it and just held my breath was eating it almost like an apple like a slice of avocado by itself and maybe that's my problem because i'm eating it it the wrong way yeah with my mother-in-law put like lime and salt and something on it and i was like oh what is going on I mean, it offers a unique texture on some things, right? I mean, it offers almost like a creaminess to whatever it is you're eating. Yeah, it's scary. But, you know, I, I will say, man, the hype is out there for avocado, and I, nobody ate it around here when we were growing up. Well, I'm not afraid to test uh, culture. Yeah. I like it. Avocado overrated. All right, coming in at number four for me, here we go. This is my first hot take that I really feel like is a bit of a hot take, especially since we're coming into the summer right now. Chick-fil-A, known for its delicious chicken. You know, big shout-out to Chick-fil-A for delivering Christian from the illness last week. But here we go, man. The peach milkshake at Chick-fil-A is not any good. It's way too syrupy. It tastes a little bit too artificial for me. CFA peach milkshake, not tasty. I've about had enough of you picking on Chick-fil-A. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you it's really <laughs> like, I'm really to a breaking point with it. There's hot, and then there's just bad. There's just bad taste. Brant knows, Brant knows about bad ones, too. So. <laughs> you know what really pairs well with it, Kevin, is a nice chicken biscuit. Oh, my gosh. Just smear, the, <laughs> smear that milkshake on the – you know, the milkshake, I'll say this, the milkshake is better than the biscuit. Mm-hmm. Maybe I need to give it another shot. But no, sure. it's not good. I mean, yes. the strawberry shake is the best in town, but the peach is like it leaves you wanting more. They need to keep that peppermint year-round. That thing's tasty. That's the beauty of, of both the peppermint and the peach. You just get it for like a month and a half. It teases you, huh? Yeah. but I wanted to try the watermelon milkshake at Cookout. Have you ever that had that? That just sounds terrible. How, did, how would that even taste? Like extra salt. Like- extra salt. I would would say this while we're on the topic of watermelon, actual watermelon, eating the melon is good. Everything watermelon flavored is absolutely terrible. I agree. Yeah. Number four, number four, 
Everything watermelon flavored is terrible. The it's organic. Thing, yes, the only like thing that. good. I just got my fifth one. Here we go. Number four. The only good tasting watermelon is the melon itself. Everything watermelon flavored is trash. Number four. I like that. Pod listener Dustin Tompkins disagrees. Not a watermelon or a cantaloupe fan. Mm. Or a vegetable or a fruit or anything healthy fan. He's pretty much. No, I I agree with that. (laughs) You know, my wife's favorite nomadic few shave ice is a watermelon shave ice, and it's just not good to me. I mean, it doesn't taste like watermelon. Sorry, what did you just say? (laughs) There's a hot take shave ice versus Collins shaved ice. Oh, it's shave ice, man. That is the authentic way to say it. Saying it wrong this whole time. What did you say before that? I said that Ashley's favorite nomadic few. Nomadic. What is what is that? A brand? What? The yeah, nomadic that's a brand. Few oh. That's an upstate brand. Charlotte boy wouldn't understand. Uh, he's heard of pelicans. Listen, the tastiest yes. shave ice or not, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, it ain't it ain't even close. Nomadic few. It's not close. Yeah. The so ice really is like ice. artesian. Yeah. You know what, artesian. man? That might be a legit artesian. sponsor. We need to reach out to them. We absolutely should. I absolutely will allow that. All right, every so brand I like that. Everything watermelon flavored is not good. That's it. Number four. Okay. I like that pick on the fly. You like that? I need yeah, one. Yeah, it's hilarious. I think it's spot on too. Yeah. People like it. I do uh I do feel that way strongly. Yeah. If it's ever an option, I'm I'm not choosing that as a flavor. Right. All right. Number four for me. Um, again, might not be a, a big minority pick here, but let's go with it anyways. Tips should be left on to-go orders. That's a good one. I Interesting. Like I like that. So tips should be left on to-go orders. Like how much you tip? Yes. You tip so like, like if, 10% or what? And I'm not talking about like to-go orders where you can pick them up at the drive-thru, but I'm talking about if you're going in to pick up a bagged meal uh, no, I'm I'm usually tipping twenty percent. Wow. Okay. Yeah. No more. That's a good no debate. more. But typically tipping twenty percent. I definitely feel like that's a hot take. I've actually read some stuff on like what is that proper etiquette? Because I'm just gonna be you know honest here. I haven't tipped every single time that I've gone in and picked up a to go order. I feel like it's probably fifty fifty. But anyways, it feels like the etiquette is around ten percent on like a to go order. But I, I like that hot take, man. Because you're, if you tip twenty percent, because I'm I'm generally a standard twenty percent tipper. If you tip twenty percent for a to go order, you're basically saying that that person that bagged up your food is deserving of the same tip that a person that's busting it at a table deserves. And and I probably I probably range from fifteen to twenty. The more I think about it, but if it's a if it's a spot that like has multiple sides like there's multiple containers yeah. you need silverware you need extra sauce you need drinks or whatnot like and they're definitely getting 20 percent for that have like, you Long, all longhorn is yeah. a good example of like mm. a 20 20 percent tip spot because i'm getting a salad i'm getting bread i need butter I need a drink need silverware yeah question uh, have a, you all have you all felt a level of guilt over the past year around needing to give more to the restaurant industry for sure i have like i I think it's changed my tipping preferences yeah and definitely upped my game on that yeah for sure i mean especially like early during covid when it was real dicey Mm. whether restaurants were gonna make it they had to get oh absolutely 
Yeah, I agree. Like so 25, 30%. We, Christian, you know, in Powdersville, we've got the, we've got Shane's rib shack. So that's my favorite barbecue sauce. So that's where we really, I have sauce. never been there. The food's fine. Barbecue sauce. Phenomenal. Really? So that's where wow. we get our barbecue sauce. And I don't know, what is it like three seventy five, four dollars $4, something sure. like that. I remember early on in COVID. Yeah. So I don't know. I tipped the girl on the, the barbecue sauce and she, I mean, she got really emotional about it just because the restaurant industry was, you know, struggling so bad. But to answer your question, absolutely. Yeah, you feel yeah. like you need, kind of need to up the game a little bit. No doubt about it. Well, that's a good one. Coming in at number four for me, this has nothing to do with the summertime. In fact, it has to do with Christmas time. A Christmas story isn't worth a 24-hour marathon. Home Alone is worth a 24-hour marathon. Christmas Vacation is worth a 24-hour marathon. There are plenty of other movies I could think that should be played back to back to back to back over the course of 24 hours. It is not a Christmas story. I don't care if it's an all-time classic. I get it. We're kind of used to it now. But I don't think it's worthy of a 24-hour marathon. You'll get no argument with me out of that. It's just a decent movie. In fact, I would probably say over the past, let's just say since I've been grown out of my own, I've probably not watched it as many years as I've watched it. It's not sure. one that you have to watch. No, no, it's it's not. I remember in school, like in eighth grade, they played it at Getty's Middle School. And I was like, I think it was the first time I, I even heard about it. And then I thought like there was some mystique around it, you know, the leg lamp and fudge like there was like it was risque or something and i'm like i don't consider it like a staple the family's got to gather around to watch a christmas story like it's it's not there for me no it's not typically even when i started i'm like all right i'm over it like let's just get to the leg lamp part so i I agree completely christian i I think it's a there's a funny scene where the dude licks the pole outside that's pretty funny that reminds me of something colin would do come on now But yeah, 24 hours, no way, man. Like throw it on, you know, a couple times. Right, right. Mix it in there mid-afternoon while you're napping. I'm with you. All right. All right, coming in at number three for me, bacon is overrated. I love bacon. I think it's good, right? I mean, Ashley cooked some kind of pasta dish the other night, had bacon in it, right? She threw a couple strips out on the side for me so I could eat those plain, you know, a little appetizer, but – you know, I feel like it gets too much credit. Everybody talks about everything's better with bacon and all that. I mean, heck, half the time you throw it on a hamburger and or you get it on a hamburger at a restaurant, it's like two little flimsy slices and you can't even taste it. Yeah, I just think bacon gets a little bit too much love, uh, similar to your av- avocado. But I mean, I like it. It's just not it's just not the gold standard of food that I feel like it gets. Evan, I love you. Say no more because she's coming up again soon. Oh, wow. Awful day. But in a different way, in a different way. Let me let me just say this about bacon. I love it. We eat tacos all the time at my house, probably on average once a week. And I had some leftover bacon that I put in the microwave and I popped a strip in each taco off the chain, off the charts. Took it to the next level. Next level. I've never seen anything that is made worse by adding bacon to it. Was this hold that thought like, like beef tacos? 
Like yeah, gr- yeah, ground beef tacos, cheese, pico, sour cream, one strip of bacon, phenomenal. All on one of them, you said a little bit of pimento cheese on there. While mm-hmm. I agree with you, Brent, on that statement, nothing's made worse with bacon. I also agree with Kevin. Like, you got minor league baseball bacon theme nights and stuff like that. It's, That's it's just a weird. little out of control. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. It brings the people out, it brings them out. <laughs> Got to get out there and sizzle a little bit, earn it. I like that. <laughs> All right, number three for me. I'm just going completely off the radar here. It's not food. It's not movies. It's not entertainment. But my take is that every graduating high school senior should serve one year in a particular area. So, I mean, as a requirement. And every American teenager that graduates from high school should serve one year. And we should offer up plenty of different areas. Like if you wanted to serve uh, serving homeless people or serve cleaning uh, up litter, there should be like 20 different things that you could dedicate one year of your life to before you go to college, before you go to work. It's just straight across the board. It could be elderly care. Um, whatever it is, one year of, of service to your country. And if you wanted to opt for the military, then, then that you could forego that type of service, but everyone should serve at least one year. How are you going to pay for it, Bernie? We'll figure <laughs> that out later. I mean, I think it would pay for itself. That's off the grid. I like the idea of making like it. it like a requirement for graduation or something yeah. like X amount of, of hours or something. Yeah. I like I the, the idea did. behind I that. I, I think we actually did that in our service learning class. Yeah. Could you imagine devoting yeah. yourself for an entire year to picking up trash? <laughs> I think it'd be great. Yeah. It's kind of like me finding myself on my hey, back trip in Europe. We would have a much cleaner country, and you might find your spouse doing it. You might. Sure. You might hey, that's might true. That's friend. true. Probably. You might find your career in, in yeah. sanitation. I don't know. Right. But if it, if it was just understood that I have a service year after graduation of high school before anything else, I served my country for one year in some way, 40 hours a week, no pay. I'm just going to show up. I'm going to do it. I think it'd be better for us as a whole. Could you, could you have a part-time job when you're not yeah. doing your service hours? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like that idea because so many people are like, I'm going to take a year off. Right. And it's just wasted without yeah, purpose. You're so you're yeah, giving you're people a purpose. That's right. You're going to serve food. You're going to go get groceries for elderly people. You're going to go, you know, do this, that, or the other. You're going to become responsible. You're going to have, you're going to be responsible for something other than just showing up to school because your parents are making you. That's it. Oh, That's wow. I like it, man. That's a hot take. All right, coming in at number three for me, this is where I'm going to start pissing some people off. Um, and I couldn't use this on Hot Takes Volume 1 because we had already picked our our next episode. Uh, so I couldn't use this. But coming in at number three, wrestling sucks. Got up. Oh, wow. Oh, boy. You're just going to leave it at that? I'm yeah. just leaving it at that. I mean, it's it's clear, straightforward. Have you watched anything regarding wrestling since our episode? Absolutely not. Nothing. Not a thing. Wow. I'll be honest with you guys. I haven't watched much wrestling at all this year. 
And I'm somebody who every major pay-per-view would get excited, would host Dilworth and our buddy Will. I'd get the fake belts. I'd buy the action figures. I mean, it was embarrassing. And I don't know if it's since COVID or now that's kind of like it's watered down and there's like too many different wrestling leagues. I mean, I don't even know what's what anymore. So like even WrestleMania, I watched a little bit on my phone, but since then I haven't watched any of it. So it's my cousin, Mike, he watches it religiously, but everybody from WWE is going to the AEW Colin. So it's, I get it, man. Tough. (laughs) I haven't watched like a wrestling match, but I have watched a few documentaries and there's that new show on a and e where they go and they find the old memorabilia i can't remember what the show is called something treasures but it's pretty interesting colin i do agree in regards to like current wrestling just because i have no connection with it i couldn't tell you a single wrestler that's that's wrestling right now but the old school stuff i don't know it's still still get the feels with with those guys (laughs) he's speechless We'll just leave it at that. We'll let the people listening react in their cars through Road Rage or Roid Rage sure. or whatever. D- Dilworth will send you an instant text. I look forward to that debate. <laughs> All right, guys. Coming at number three for me, Kevin, I wanted to follow up on your bacon comment. Uh, bacon is my favorite breakfast meat. However, my hot take is that bacon doesn't belong on everything especially not ice cream or donuts. And you guys may disagree, but I am just not a fan. And maybe it's because I'm not a sweet and salty guy. Like I don't, I don't want chocolate covered pretzels. So like, I don't want bacon in my Sonic blast and I don't want bacon on my duck donuts, even though like you can give me all the other flavors in the world. But to me, like bacon is best with, eggs grits toast pancakes it stays in breakfast for me so bacon doesn't belong on everything coming at number three i like that bacon under all out of salt on this episode hey have you tried the sonics what is it the bacon jam don't they have some bacon i saw jam that on no i have not now? God, that looks weird terrible. yeah bacon jam. don't knock it till you try it yeah have Probably you <laughs> Absolutely. Really? Bacon. I haven't tried that one. Oh, okay. I've had You're bacon right. jam on a burger. Absolutely. Gotcha. Oh, okay. Gotcha. All right. Still I'll out. Okay. Coming in at number two for me, a little bit of a hot take. You know, people complain all the time about how expensive going to the movie theater is. I haven't been in quite some time. I haven't been since COVID. I'm looking forward to going back at some point in time because I enjoy going to the movie theater. It's an experience that you just can't replicate at home the big screen, the sound, the popcorn, the whole nine yards. Like there's just something exciting about going to the movies. My family has always been a big, big movie goer. The hot take is this movies are a fair value. They are not expensive. Just to give you uh, a little bit of data on that. If I were to go to the local easily cinemas, okay, that's the closest theater to my house. 34. And, and if I were to buy the most expensive tickets, okay, not going to a matinee or anything, and I were to take my wife and two children, I'm going to spend roughly $34 on tickets. If I buy some popcorn, some stuff like that, I'm probably sneaking in some candy, obviously, but I'm spending max 50 bucks. Okay. Max 50 bucks for anywhere from two and a two to two and a half hours worth of entertainment. 
If I were to go to the Greenville Drive game, 50 bucks for four tickets at minimum, okay? 50 bucks for four tickets at minimum, plus I'm going to buy some food, plus I'm probably going to have to pay for some park. I don't have to pay for parking. I may or may not. If I were to go to the Greenville Zoo just to get in, $42 to go to the Greenville Zoo for that same family of four, let's not even get started about a Braves game or a Clemson game or anything like that. So hot take, movies are a fair value. They are not overly expensive. Love, love that, Kevin. Love that pick. Let me really ask agree. you that. I agree with that. And so, what are your thoughts on like Disney Plus saying you can watch Cruella for twenty nine ninety nine with your current membership? To me, that's a ripoff. You said it was about what thirty two dollars though, so maybe they've roughly averaged that. But <clears throat> you know, you also have to buy popcorn and drinks at home anyway. So I don't, I don't feel like you're saving money. Because you also have to buy the subscription. It's like HBO Max, right? And you pay 15 bucks a month, but you still have to pay for the new release movie. So, like, I I don't know. Like, do you think... I thought movie theaters were in very dark times and that it was the end of it. But I almost feel like there's potential to recover now because people really want to get back out. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. It feels like people are going back out to the movies. I'll say this about especially certain types of movies. There's no way to replicate being in a theater. So like the sound, the picture, the experience of the movie theaters, especially if you're watching certain movies, it's hard to replicate in your living room. I mean, oh, and the, yeah. And the fear of the guy, you know, the usher coming with the flashlight to catch you yes. in the back row. You don't get that at home. <laughs> <laughs> Colin always put his feet up, you know, he's just always kicking back. I love it. All right. Number two, I got to be careful how I frame this because I don't want it to sound like, so it's necessary in some ways. It is absolutely necessary because certain things you have to watch on this, but here's the take. ESPN is awful. ESPN is trash. I mean, from, Talking about, you know, three times since LeBron exited the playoffs, I've seen uh, here's what LeBron did five years ago, and it was just one play. They've gone, and then uh, a couple of days ago, they're talking about could this new Manning be better than Peyton or Eli? And they spent a whole hour talking about this. So while it's necessary that some games are going to be on ESPN, the network, the, the politicalization of the network, it's all absolutely trash. I could care less. I don't even read articles on ESPN anymore. I read articles on The Athletic. But unless it's a game that I just have to watch on ESPN, I do not turn there. It's trash. Hate it. His name is Arch. Yeah. Let's go ahead and get Arch. that out of the way. Arch, Arch. Well, Manning. What did I say? The new Manning? The Manning. Listen, Brant, though, you make a a great point. I mean, I'm somebody that used to just love a day off where I could like, you know, watch Mike and Mike and, you know, listen to, you know, back when Cowherd was on there, a lot of the good names left, right. And went to Fox sports. Right. So there was clearly a, a, a big shift in all that. And they could tell where it was heading. 
but like guy, I mean, I can't, you couldn't pay me to watch two hours of first take. Yeah. I, I mean, mean just everything up, they're doing right now is ruining. I would sports. Yeah. I would watch the same three episodes of sports center back to back to oh, back. Yeah. Cause that's yeah. just the only channel you wanted to watch. It goes back. It goes back to that, to those yeah. days. Those were the glory yeah. days. For the Stuart sure. Scott days. Yes. Yeah. I agree. I like that take too, Brent. That's nice. Yeah. All right, coming in at number two for me, and very recent research, as in 24 hours ago, shows that a poll conducted where 62,607 people participated in this, I am one of the 11% that agree with this, the smallest grouping, very active current debate going on right now. The college football playoff should stay at four teams. Only 11% of the participating demographic agree with that. Yeah, I heard they're trying to get it to 12, which I think is insane. Oh, or they're just putting that out there as a story. I could see six or eight, but I don't know if any beyond They can't that. even find four teams. <laughs> no. Two no. Semis- I agree. And here's the bigger thing. Like, you start getting to 12 teams – like, how do you schedule that? Like, you're playing games yeah. around the holidays. People are busy. Like, I mean, it, it takes away from the intensity of that one day of the playoff yeah. games. And, and you're you giving buys. Make the product and, any better. No. I mean, the product will not be made better, but they will make so much more money if they do it. Agreed. I had this feeling that you were going to go there and mention that tonight, Colin, because I know you've been outspoken in the past about just keeping it at four teams. My instant reaction is, hey, the more the better, more games better. I'm all about that. Love it, right? I mean, we've got an eight-team college World Series. We've got – and I get it. Baseball is different than football. We've got 64 teams in March Madness, and I get it. Basketball is a little bit different than football. I heard a good point one time that Deptula, you know, uh, I feel like we're starting to mention Deptula every episode as well, Christian. Walter! Oh, speaking of which, Brant reached out to Walt again. Walt declined hey. again. Yeah. Oh, no, he didn't decline. Well, he did. Let me, he let just, me tell did you. Did he go let me read. Okay. I originally said, hey, Walt, <clears throat> we are going to record on Tuesday night at 9 um, <clears throat> before we decided to move to Wednesday. He texted me. I mean, he DM'd me on Twitter at 7.58 p.m. last night, Tuesday night, and said, Brantley, and he capitalized the B and the R, Brantley. Brantley. Appreciate the offer, but I plans. Maybe (laughs) next time. Hey, so he's still on the hook. So appreciate the offer, but I plans. (laughs) On the sauce. Uh, but we'll invite him next time. Come maybe, on, maybe next time. Hot takes volume Come three. Maybe that'll Come be the – we'll just continue to invite him. But anyways, one thing. time he basically makes the argument. He says, look, you know, if you keep it at four, you're going to have the same six teams roughly that are in contention every year, right? Your Clemson, your Alabama, your Ohio State, your whoever else, Oklahoma. You're going to continue to have those teams that are just, just – getting those top-notch recruits year in, year out. And he says you've got to expand to get the top players to be willing to go elsewhere for a chance at 
winning a national championship. And he says, obviously, that's going to take some time for those other teams to really be able to compete with those those upper echelon teams. But that's that's step one. I don't know if that's true or not, but it but it makes sense to it. I mean, it can't be true because when when just a short time ago when we were in high school, SoCal and Texas were the were the premier teams, and now they can't make the playoffs. Everything cycles. Yeah. The the I'll make two final points: one for it, one against it. To your point, Kevin, like it it would create unique matchups that we don't get today that I think is all of us that enjoy unique matchups would appreciate. But the other thing is you said it's going to be more games. I don't think it's going to be, I think they're going to take away something from the regular season or they're going to do away with conference championship Saturday, which I personally love. Like I love that Saturday that we've been able to experience. And and part of that's because Clemson's been in it, you know, for the last umpteen years, but you know, still. Yeah, I get it. Man, I can't believe it, though. Only 11% say keep it at four. Yep, 54% of eight teams. Golly. That's awful. It's it's growing. I'm in the 11 with you, Colin. I don't think it should move. We have an insatiable desire for just more football, man. Yeah. I'll allow it. Coming in at number two for me, something that has been made popular over the past year and a half due to COVID and – due to the ability to get work done virtually, um, you know, working remote or working from home has become something of, you know, of a norm. And I think a lot of companies have figured out, hey, we can save money on overhead. We don't need all this office space. We can let you work from home. My number two is working from home is overrated. I think it depends on your home uh who's at your home? Do you have an office at home? The acoustics of your home? Do you have dogs at home? There are a lot of things to it, but I will tell you, I've only been able to work from home a few times uh, over the course of the past year. But every time I do, I personally don't feel like I get more done. Um, I actually, it's not that I'm so distracted, but I almost feel like if I do it more than one day in a row, I'm like, where did this day go? Like there's something to me about, a commute that I know people hate, but I, I like this idea of like having to get ready of going to meetings with people. Uh, somebody who does a lot of training and teaching. I hate doing everything on Microsoft teams. I will love the day where I can have like a room full of people that I can do like live trainings in. So for me I, and my wife, she's been working from home now for over a year and a half and will never go back into an actual office has figured it out, loves it. Me personally, I couldn't do it uh, for my own sanity. I think you have to figure out ways to like break up the day. You have to get outside. You have to leave the house. I mean, it's uh, for me, uh, and maybe it's just my personality, but working from home, overrated. Totally agree. Yeah. I like the option to be able to do it when I need to or want to. There it is. Right. But a permanent, Permanent I don't think I could. Terrible. Yeah. Yep. You know, luckily I haven't had to work from home at, at all during COVID, but you know, I've went in every single time. Luckily, our school district, five days a week, man, kids, kids, teachers, face-to-face administrators. I mean, what a blessing, really. But yeah. I, just knowing myself, if I had to stay at home and work every day, like, man, I just – I don't know if I would have the discipline to really just, like, focus because I just associate yeah. home with not working. 
So right. It, it's it that association. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. No doubt. It, it was a factor in my recent career change for sure. Okay. All right. Here we go. Coming in at number one for me on hot takes. Here we go. I've got no problem with the way Game of Thrones ended. What? It had to end some way. Hmm. I don't feel like any I don't feel like any <laughs> show I don't feel like any show ever ends the way you want it to end or it's it it always Except friends. Something. Right. I mean it's always lacking. Um and especially with Game of Thrones. I mean it it just started out so strong. Christian, I know you said you didn't love season 1. I think it took you a little while to it, get it. It took me to the it. first 8 or 9 episodes, but then I was obsessed from there on out. But here's my question to you because I was okay with how some of the things ended in the final season and the final episode, but that last scene where they're just all sitting there and, you know, they make, you know, spoiler alert, Bron, you know, like they just tell him now, you know, he's in charge or whatever. Like I, it just felt like that's your ending, like ends with Bron. like Jon Snow, you know, just, you know, killing Khaleesi, you know, like end with something, oh. spoiler alert, end with something like, shocking and crazy it was almost like it ended and then they went to this like boring lame little scene i, I don't know like and i think that's what people's problem was was that it was just like oh that was it <laughs> yeah and brand brand was a little bit of an annoying character the whole whole time in my opinion like i never yeah. look forward to his scenes in the episodes but i don't know just i i feel like it was standard with with all the other shows that that I'd watched that had ended, I'd been kind of attached to, but the only thing that I really was bummed about in the last episode was the Clegane bros and how the hound and mountain ended up dying together. Like I just wanted, I wanted the hound to just like destroy the mountain. Right. But here Mm. we are, the mountains taking spears through the, or the (laughs) daggers through his face and like, Oh yeah. Riding. And I don't know, just, just how that scene ended. I, I I was I was digging the hound as bad of a, a dude as he was. I don't know. I was pulling. Oh yeah. Well, he has a soft spot, right? Because That's of right. his relationship with Arya. Yeah, I do like I do like how Arya's character ended. Right? Like what's oh what's man, Westeros. absolutely. So, I'll anyways, number one. That's a hot. I got no problem with the way Game of Thrones ended. Interesting. All right. I'm probably going to catch some flack about my number one, especially from the hard uh, red freedom fighters like Colin. But my take, it's a two-part take. When you're in your vehicle and your car is moving, the only app that should work is your GPS, is the Maps app. Nothing else on your app, your phone. You shouldn't be able to text. You shouldn't be able to open any social media. So it should just be your GPS. And then further, every app should have a two-hour time limit. So if you're on Facebook for two hours, it shuts down till the next day or 12.01 midnight, just to make our society function a little bit better than, than it's functioning right now. That's, I'm with you. I'm with you on the first half. Nanny stayed on the second half. Don't need it. I think our bodies should shut off after 2000 calories every day Oh, and not allow us to get fat. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Hey, how about this? That's Colin? How about no more big sodas? How about we just have eight ounce sodas? <laughs> hey, what would you do with all the ice? I mean, that would leave you like two ounces, right? 
But that's the take. So this is what this is kind of what spurred this take. I'm walking uh, across Main Street the other day. A lady that had a handicap tag on. She's at least seventy. She sits through an entire green light, and I'm watching her. I'm looking down into her little Buick. She sits through an entire green light. Nobody had the stones to blow the horn behind her. Entire green light sitting there looking at her phone. She's like 70. I was like, this is this is unbelievable. Like the fact that we even are brave enough to drive with all these zombies in their phone on the road is unbelievable to me. That that take probably could have stood on its own, but I like the I like to time it out. Dude, I like if you spend two hours on if you spend two hours on Facebook, that's it for the day. You get no more. Hey, what about like my podcast app is open way more than two hours a day? Would it shut down as well? No, because you're actively doing other things. You're not totally consumed with a podcast. It's background noise. It's like music. I wouldn't shut music off after two hours because I'm cutting the grass and I'm doing other things. But if you're looking time wasters, yeah. If you're scrolling on Facebook, maybe you have, maybe you have one exception, like where you're sitting on the toilet. That time doesn't count. But uh, you're deciding, you're deciding what apps are acceptable and what aren't. What is? Yeah, it? sure. Facebook, Instagram, and yeah. Twitter. Yeah, the three-headed monster. Thanks, yeah. Big Brother. Yeah, <laughs> that's the take number one. Wow, that's deep. All right, number one for me, and I, I'm probably about to piss a lot of people on this on this podcast off, including my co-host here. Again? Again. All right. Hot take number one, volume two. <laughs> Babies and toddlers have no business being in a sporting event. <laughs> Babies and toddlers. Wow. And, and there's, 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 it's two part, two part really. really piss me off. Number one. Most places that I'm aware of don't require an additional ticket, which means it's an even more cramped environment. Number two, you've got like the baby at a college football game that's intense. The mom's giving everybody, you know, the evil eye because they're they're cheering and jumping around. And don't bring the baby to a football game. Leave the baby at home. It doesn't belong here. Leave the baby at the tailgate. Wow. That's, that's yeah, coming I, from a childless man, folks. So I don't know yet. I'm about to find out this fall if I'm going to be one of them because I think I was on Colin's side, but now that I have a daughter and I want to take her to like Clemson games and stuff, I might. I'm going to probably change. But let me ask you this. Let me ask you this about that, Christian. Okay. And I, I'm fully, fully self-aware that I don't have children, <laughs> but that you know of. Your kids, your your babies aren't going to remember that at all. Like there's an age that's appropriate at some point where they're going to have memories. Of You're that. saying you have to and have the cognitive the ability. The parent, the parent <laughs> will remember it. Though. Yeah, what is the age? The parent will have that memory. That's, that is a fair point, but why would you not want it to be that you both remember it? Look, R- Rollins, you know how old Rollins is. She's 26 months old. She's two months and some change or two years and some change. She and I and Logan are going to a Braves game in two weeks. She does not have to pay for her ticket. So you'd be pissed off if you were beside us. Are they giving you an additional seat for free? No, no, no additional seat. I I have a problem with that. Children under three do not have to pay. 
I have a problem with that in in an eighty thousand seat crowd. Imagine how much fun Rollins is going to have eating ice cream out of a little helmet, <laughs> and tell me that she doesn't belong. Buy a ticket, bro. <laughs> buy buy a third ticket. I agree about little newborns. Like, come on. I feel like the new. I feel like newborns are easier to deal with than toddlers. Oh, totally. Because they sleep. Toddlers, you know, man, they... yeah. Toddlers, it's tough. Plus, I mean, you're not staying for the whole game, anyways. Most of that's them. true. Most of that's them aren't. True. You know, I mean, you you you're there and you're you're getting out of there at halftime or whatever, fifth inning, sixth inning. Here's here's the uh, here's the other thing, and and we could kind of go down a couple different slippery slopes here. The the thing too, Brent, at a Braves game. You're you're a dedicated. You have a dedicated seat. Like it's very clear what your area is. Not so much at college football games. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right, guys. Number one for me. Spirit Airlines gets a bad rap. I got to tell you guys, there may only be one terminal down in Atlanta's airport there in Hartsfield, Jackson, or whatever you call it. But I safely got from Atlanta to Vegas. For $81 round trip. And I will tell you, I questioned it going into it. You can get a one-way trip right now for $51 through Spirit Airlines from Atlanta to Las Vegas. You're going halfway across the country. Sure, they may nickel and dime you. I'm somebody who's going to pack light. If I'm going on a trip like that, I'm not getting any fancy food, drinks. Don't really care. I just want to get to my destination. Now, I don't know, maybe I'm cheap or frugal, whatever. Maybe I just don't care. But Spirit Airlines, in my opinion, gets a bad rap, along with some of the other familiar brands because it's not Allegiant. Sure. I always fly Allegiant if I go to Florida. Um, Yeah, I mean, there's Frontier. uh, But Spirit Airlines, man, gets a bad rap. And I just I want people to be okay with Spirit. So, Fly spirit, you guys. I'm gonna. I would say this: that you could throw any airline into a hat, and American airline is always going to be the worst of the worst. <laughs> no matter if it's like a big budget airline or a small budget airline, American Airlines is by far the worst. I would trust Spirit over them, and I've never even flown Spirit. <laughs> Love it. Now, if I'm going like to Mexico or something, I feel like Delta is. Your top choice. Delta's cream of the crop. Delta's cream of the crop. Shout yeah. out to Alan Ducker. But if I'm doing something other than Delta, it's it's going to either be Spirit or Allegiant if I'm going to Florida just for the price. So shout out to Low Budget Airlines. I haven't flown Budget Airline yet, but I'm looking forward to doing that. <laughs> just just on, your still rec- here. just on your recommendation, Christian, I feel like I got to hop on Spirit now. I'll do a quick trip. There we go. All right, fellas. Well, that kind of wraps up Hot Takes Volume 2, man. We're running out of time. Don't really have enough time left to review all of these hot takes, these picks. But, man, we were all over the board, and it was fun. And I'm looking forward to doing Hot Takes Volume 3, maybe episode number 31 once we get there. But next week for episode 22, this thing's going to release the day after Father's Day. So we're going to be ranking our top five TV dads out there so i look forward to that episode should be good to all of our listeners out there thanks once again for joining us we have fun doing it hope you have fun listening and we will see you next time say good night kevin <laughs> <laughs>